You're listening to Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for tuning in. We just heard a replay of an interview I had last year with Abdul El-Sayed, a Muslim-American who's a Democratic candidate for governor here in Michigan. We talked about his faith, the role it plays in his politics, and how it might shape his run for governor. In it, El-Sayed talked about commonalities between Islam and Christianity, as well as how his faith compels him to help others through policies that eradicate poverty or extend the social service safety net. But State Senator Patrick Colbeck says Al-Sayed is up to something different, that his run for governor could be part of a wider Muslim campaign to uproot American democracy and replace it with Sharia law or some other dictatorial system. I want to say up front that I find Colbeck's comments to be offensive, not just because of their racist tone, but because of the flimsy and conspiracy-laden evidence he uses to reach his conclusion. At the same time, Colbeck is a state senator and a gubernatorial hopeful, someone who wants to lead the state of Michigan into the future. So we decided to ask him here to discuss what he said, why he said it, and what he hopes to accomplish. Senator Colbeck, welcome to Detroit Today. Well, it doesn't sound like a welcome so far, Stephen. <laughs> I, well, it's a it's I, a cordial welcome, but it is a contested welcome, I guess. Well, it's actually one that's kind it. of repeating a narrative that I've seen throughout the media, which is a first of all mischaracterization of everything that I've said. Okay. And I, I want to encourage people to actually go watch the video, watch the whole video, because this is about context mm-hmm. and it's important. Um, a lot of folks in the media, such as yourself, have called this uh, uh, the my identification association of Abdul Al-Sayed with the Muslim Brotherhood as a racist pejorative comment. I haven't made that a comment against all Muslims. I haven't made that a comment against all Arabs, yet that's the way it's being portrayed by you and other people in the media. What I specifically associated with was the Muslim Brotherhood. And actually, here's a document for you. You know, people can't see in the studio, but I'll give him a copy of the explanatory memorandum. If he hasn't read it, I encourage mm-hmm. him to do so mm-hmm. because ignorance isn't going to help us on this subject. So so let's listen to some of the things you actually said. You yep. talked about Ab- Abdul Al-Sayed and Hamtramck being scary stuff. Let's listen to exactly what you said there. Yep. There's a lot of pressures that are being applied in our society right now. You're seeing... Um, Muslim legislators in the state legislature, um, and you're seeing also a push for at the local level with city councils. So Hamtramck is now the first majority Muslim city council. Um, but we also have somebody that I will likely be running against in the general election, Dr. Abdul Al Sayed, whose uh, parents have apparently have ties to Muslim Brotherhood back in Egypt. Um, this is scary stuff. Okay, you say this is scary stuff, and you yep. don't really offer much evidence there about Abdul Al-Sayed and his connection to the Muslim Brotherhood, these, uh, these allegations about that. Well, um, let's put the whole conversation in context, shall mm-hmm. we? Sure. Do you know what that discussion was in? It was in a discussion in a forum called See Something, Say Something. Joining me at that event was um, Phil Haney, who is a counterterrorism expert, um, formerly with the Department of Homeland Security. I was also with Kamal Saleem. And so, first of all, um, I want to point out that anybody says that this is racist, I'm sitting there with a gentleman from Lebanon. I'm talking to somebody that's a uh, brother of mine that I respect wholeheartedly. His name's Kamal Salim. That's not John Smith. Please understand that. So for people to say that this is racist, frankly, I deserve an apology from all those folks who have been saying that. 
Um, second of all, the context for everything that was provided was actually going through this explanatory memorandum. So if you refuse to talk about that, if you refuse to actually read it, um, then you're just per, um, um, well, perpetuating gone, some ignorance. We've associated. actually gone through that memorandum. We've also have you talked into, about the source of that memorandum? We've also looked about uh, talked about Phil Haney. Uh, the person that you're you're referencing here and his well, well let's put this in context you call so. him you call him a counterterrorism expert but really his affiliation with the Department of Homeland Security was as a customs officer oh so we can talk about affiliations with anybody except for Abdul Sayed is well, that what you're his, talking I mean, about this was his job right yeah uh, his job was not as a counterterrorism you want to talk about expert. Kamal's association with the Muslim Brotherhood how about how about uh, the the information that debunks the, some of the things that Kamal is saying for instance in 2012 Tim Murphy reported in Mother Jones that even though Salim claims that uh, no, federal, Stephen, that that I, law. Hold on. That law enforcement agencies have been reaching out to him about uh, the Islamist mindset and tactics. Kathleen Wright, who is an FBI spokeswoman, says she has no information that Kamal Salim has spoken at an FBI sponsored event. So, so again, <sighs> these very thin reads. Of, They're thin reads here because you're not giving me a chance fact. to go off and talk specifically about this. You said that. I didn't give any reasons for his association with the Muslim Brotherhood. Well, that wasn't addressed at that forum. I just highlighted the actual format and structure for that event was walking through chapter and verse what's outlined in this explanatory memorandum, which was discovered in a sub-basement of a gentleman after an FBI investigation search warrant of his house. Mm -hmm. They found a hidden sub-basement with 80 banker boxes full of the archives of the Muslim Brotherhood here in America. One of the documents in there was explanatory memorandum, which is their plan for what they term, not me, what they term civilization jihad in the United so, States. So and in there, I structured it and walked it through step by step on specific organizations affiliated with the Muslim Brotherhood yeah. that were identified in this document. So that's and Dr. Abdul Sayed has at least two solid affiliations with so those organizations. So that's written by a single member of the Muslim Brotherhood back in the 1990s. And that would be like saying that David Duke who is a, a, a Klan member, is somehow representative of the Republican Party. I mean, that, and, and I guess what I want to want to ask you is about that kind of dog whistling. Uh, this, this, this idea. Follow the breadcrumbs of, through there on all saying, the organizations well, identified. They are, they are breadcrumbs and not substantive uh, connections. I mean, you are yeah, using the Enough of these breadcrumbs reads, forms a pretty decent meal well, here right using, now. You're using the thinnest reads of... of information to try to make really broad characterizations. And I guess what I want to ask you about is... Why is the press so apologetic for the Muslim Brotherhood? That's well, the big question that I have. I'm not apologetic for the Muslim Brotherhood. You're defending but I, but them I'm, without allowing I'm any of the counter evidence to be presented. No, you had actually, 20 minutes of this first broadcast that's out there, and this is a, the pattern that's out there. It's like, here, Colbeck's bad, Colbeck's bad. Here's all the good things about Dr. Abdul said. Here, Colbeck's bad. And then, oh, by the way, let's talk about what Colbeck actually said. Well, it's a pattern, and it's, it's something pattern, that's a, a matter of gross negligence on the part of the media. Well, I think the pattern is is far more evident in terms of your campaign and campaigns like it, in terms of this idea of taking very small uh, uh, small instances of this or that and making them into big things. Uh, and, and my campaign's been focused on, on principled solutions, and hold it was on. the Democrats that brought this up okay. via BuzzFeed and made this an issue. So don't say that's the focus of my campaign. They brought up the fact that you said these things during a, an appearance. I mean, you you are accusing another candidate of being 
connected somehow with a counterterrorism official and also with a former member of the organization he's not a he's not a counterterrorism official he's a customs agent (laughs) that is not the same thing and you know it uh also a a a a person whose whose expertise has been debunked i guess my question for you though debunked it nope mother jones right there 2012 FBI spokesperson oh, says wow. there's no record of this guy being relied on for any information. Yeah. So so I guess the question is what do you hope to what do you hope to accomplish by saying things like this? Number 1 you I def- I want to defend my character of, for you, people that are calling me a racist such as yourself. That's something well, that should I not said, stand. I said that the things you said here are We have racist. Abdul Sayed. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you want to mince words. And Abdul Sayed said that uh, white supremacists as well. That's not a racist statement. Come on, guys. This is uh, the the bias on this is getting a little bit out of uh, out of control. And the fundamental question is, why are you being an apologist for the Muslim Brotherhood? I don't think I'm being an apologist for the Muslim Brotherhood. I'm trying to say that your accusation that Abdul Al Sayed has anything to do with that is false. Do you want to talk about those reason, associations? What are they? So, number one, his uh, father-in-law is with uh, a, a former president and current board member of CARE. Of CARE. That's a Council on American Islamic yes, Relations. and I know them quite and well. And also, they're unindicted co-conspirator in that Holy Land Foundation trial. <laughs> unindicted co-conspirator. You know why they're unindicted? unindicted because means... they weren't cited in 1991 when this document was founded. They were formed in 1994 by three members that were members of the Islamic Association of Palestine, who actually led to the formation of CARE. The next organization that he's affiliated with is called the Muslim Students Association. Muslim Students Association is explicitly identified as one of the friendly organizations under this explanatory memorandum. And I would point out that one of the, and Abdul said may have actually gone to this conference, but one of the pledges that they have at the Muslim Student Association is Allahu Akbar, Jihad is my spirit, I will die to establish Islam. That's not the Boy Scout oath. It's not the Boy Scout oath, but it is no different than saying one is a soldier for Christ, for instance, or that you're willing to die for your faith. Uh, Uh, Don't 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 Christians say? Very similar things. Um, very there's frequently. no greater uh, sacrifice can be made than to lay one life down for right. a friend. So, but that so is different than going off and... Uh, a- again, what I'm trying to get at is you want to be the governor of the state of Michigan yeah. who would represent all kinds of people of all kinds of faiths, including Muslims. You would yep. represent Al- Abdul Al-Sayed if right. you were elected governor. How can you do that? When you play these kinds of dog whistling games about it's not a race the dog whistling is being done religion. by Democrats such as yourself. I never said anything anti-Muslim. So the fact that I highlighted his association with the Muslim Brotherhood, and when we were talking about specific tenets of their strategy identified in this explanatory memorandum, um, and specifically their expansion into the political space. That is being portrayed as anti-Muslim. Now, when I call out the Westboro Baptist Church and I say, I don't like what they do at military Mm -hmm. funerals, Mm -hmm. that is not an indictment against all Christians. Yet you and other people like you are saying that because I associate him with the Muslim Brotherhood and I oppose the tenets of the Muslim Brotherhood, then it's it's, uh, anti-Muslim. That's wrong. And that is failed logic. And it's done more from the standpoint Let's, of trying uh, to inflame people on your part. Sure. The remarks Let's take a that couple are, of calls No, here. wait, just a second here, because the remarks that have been stated in response to me saying that this gentleman is associated with the Muslim Brotherhood, um, have, I've been called uh, pejoratives from people in the Senate Democrats, and uh, been called uh, things that I can't repeat without the dump button being pushed on here. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And uh, all the way across the board, it has gone so slimy and so negative so quick. And all I did, whether than, rather than them actually challenge the assertion of his association with Muslim Brotherhood, they immediately followed your lead and started talking about calling me a racist and other derogatory well, comments. That I mean, is absolutely wrong. And that's what it's designed to shut down conversation, not promote it. Well, it's, it's designed to debunk the kind of, again, to defend very, the Muslim Brotherhood. No, it's not defending the Muslim Brotherhood. It's defending yep. someone who you are falsely accusing of being somehow associated with that. I Let's gave take the a couple evidence, calls here. And I finally got a that's chance not to evidence. talk the evidence, you know, Senator, about what, that's 20 not, minutes into that's your show. Not, that's not evidence. It's, 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 it's the thinnest read of of, of uh, fact and evidence. It's, it's the kind oh, of stuff that... Oh, you want to see that, thin reads, see the, the stuff that you're stuff saying that, that I'm anti-Muslim and that I'm racist. You get, want to talk about thin reads. We have you reads. on tape saying those things. Uh, let's go to Mike in Chesterfield. Mike, welcome to Detroit today. Hey, guys. How's mm -hmm. it going? Yep, go ahead. Oh, just uh, wonderful, uh, Mike. Well, <laughs> uh, uh, well, aside from the constant back and forth, I have to say this as a Colbeck supporter up until now, that it's not so much about how you said it or what you said, but rather the response to it. And what I mean by that is look at what you look at your comment section on Facebook. I have seen nothing but bigotry come out of all of this. And as someone who has served with Muslims in the military and as someone who has been deployed to the Middle East, I the this this issue about jihad, about Muslim Brotherhood, that's a non issue. Right now you have you had, the, you had the argument for the roads. You had the argument for education. You had the argument for the budget. You had all of these things going for you, and instead, your main focus is now on just courting an extremist, um, conservative, sorry, neoconservative base that really doesn't reflect upon yeah. anything Mike, dealing with either the state or the Mike, I really, I, I really appreciate the call and the comment, and, and I think this gets to what I'm trying to get at, Senator, yep. is what is the point of this kind of rhetoric? What is the point of this kind of accusatory, falsely accusatory uh, dialogue against another an, another candidate? Well, it's uh, the point is to get out the truth when I'm falsely accused about what I said or didn't say. And uh, I'm not going to let that go. And I agree with Mike that we should be focusing on other issues. But the Democrats brought this up. Else I had using it to try to get him some buzz. And I'm going to go off and make sure the truth gets out. Okay. Senator Patrick Colbeck, uh, we obviously have deep disagreements, but I really appreciate your coming in and talking about this issue. Uh, thank you very much, Stephen. Mm -hmm. Have a blessed day. Yeah. This is going to do it for us today. I'll be back tomorrow. I hope you will, too. This is 1019 WDET, Detroit's public radio station, a community service of Wayne State University. We will see you tomorrow.